this is EYE, the Evan Yearwood Experience. As always, I'm super excited again about our podcast today because I want to talk about something that I found to be so interesting. They say that the person that's a millionaire, what makes them a millionaire is not how much money they have in the bank, but the mind and the skills and the discipline that makes them the millionaire. Somebody I used to study a lot, his name was Jim Rohn. He, he once said that if you ever come across a lot of money, like through a windfall or through winning a lottery, and instantly you have a million dollars in the bank account, the best thing that you can do is become a millionaire as fast as possible. Now, what does he mean by that, right? You just, you just won a million dollars. Somebody gave you a million dollars. He says the best thing that you can do is become a millionaire. Well, wouldn't you argue, well, I'm already a millionaire. I got a million dollars in my bank. I got $2 million in my bank. No, it's not the money that makes you the millionaire. It's the discipline. It's the habits. It's the mindset. Because if you were to lose the money, the people that are really millionaires would be able to get it back. And what Jim Rohn is saying is that you will lose that money unless you become the type of person that already has that money. So here's why I'm bringing this up. Because I just, uh, I didn't get a chance to finish watching this show called The Undercover Billionaire. I've only watched, I think, like one or two episodes. And it has my man Grant Cardone in there, Uncle G. If you don't know who Grant Cardone is, he owns over a billion or two billion, something like that, of real estate. He also owns the number one sales training organization in the world that trains Mercedes Benz and whatever sales company you can possibly imagine. He trains them. And he's also really big on social media. He's known as a braggadocious guy. You know, he stands 10 toes down on everything he talks about. And not a lot of people like him, but he has a huge following. And as you can tell, I'm a big fan because I know all these things about him. So during 2020, in the beginning of the year, he was approached by uh, some channel network or something to do a show called Undercover Billionaire. And the whole thing about it is that they were going to strip him of his name of his identity they're going to give him a totally new identity they're going to change the way he looks and they're going to put him in a random town or city and the goal is to build a million dollar business in three months and the only thing that he has is a car and a hundred dollars now this is an incredible challenge because it's like, all right, bro, you, you know how to make a multi, multi million dollar company. You know how to acquire billions of dollars in real estate, but are you, do you really have what it takes? If you had to start all over again, could you do it again? And what I seen in this show absolutely blew me away. 
And I feel like there's a lot of key points that we all can take out of what he did because he did it. He started with $100. He started with only a car, right? Instead of him being Grant Cardone, now his name was Lewis Curtis or Curtis Lewis or something like that. And they changed the way he looked. Now, have you ever watched the show? It's very interesting. So uh, if you don't want any spoilers, maybe you shouldn't listen to what I'm saying now. But I'm not going to get it, give everything away. Obviously, I already told you that he, he made the million dollars. But here here's some key takeaways that I learned from watching Grant Cardone. Number one, he's a beast. <laughs> he's a beast. How do you do that? $100 to a million dollar business in 90 days. So he lands in Pueblo, Colorado. And the first thing that he does is he figures out a way to get somewhere to sleep, right? So he goes to this RV um, dealership and he um, he's able to convince the guy that he's doing a documentary on Pueblo and he needs to use the RV and stuff like that. So the guy lets him use the RV, but there's no heat. There's no running water, and he doesn't have any money other than the $100 that he gave him. So what Grant Cardone does now is he kind of explains his thought process. His thought process, and here's the biggest takeaway that I think is huge for anybody that wants to level up and expand in their, their career the first thing Grant Cardone says is, I need to develop a network. I don't know anybody. Nobody knows me. I need to know the movers and the shakers in this town. I need to know the people that know everybody. Whoever the guy is that knows everybody, I need to know him so he can introduce me to the people that have the money that are moving and shaking. And that's a great perspective because a lot of times when people think about how I'm going to take my life to the next level, the first thing to think is I need to get a job, right? He has no money or no income, but instead of thinking about getting a job, he's thinking about getting a network, that's so powerful. Isn't it true that your net work determines your net worth? So he turns out the guy that he's um that owns the RV shop, he has a friend that also owns a business. And the reason why he was able to find out this information is because he just asked them flat out. Hey, who do you know that's a business owner? And that's another big key takeaway. You got to be very specific and and um direct with what you want in your questions. He didn't try to do a back alley approach to figure out who's the mover and shakers. He just asked the guy, "Hey, straight up. Hey, hey, who do you know that owns a business? You know? Who do you know that's, you know, uh that's doing things that are doers?" He wanted to know who the doers were. So the guy told him, "Hey, yeah, a buddy of mine owns a gym." over here in this location. So Grant Cardone make it, made it a point, or maybe I should be calling him Curtis Lewis because that was his alias while he was in this. And he shaved his head and everything. So you wouldn't even have known that he was Grant Cardone. Otherwise, obviously, it, it would have blown the whole 
uh, goal or, you know, the whole challenge. So he goes to this gym. He starts working out there. And that was another thing that he said, that even if the guy didn't tell him to go to that gym, he was going to that gym anyway. Because people who own businesses who are movers and shakers, they work out. So that's a great thing to have in your mind. It's like, all right, I'm moving to a new city. How do I meet the people that are worth uh, talking to and meeting? Well, join a gym. Join multiple gyms. Figure out where they congregate. They work out. So regardless if that guy recommended him to go to the gym, he was going to the gym anyway because successful people work out. So he goes to the gym and he happens to meet the owner of the gym there. And I think initially the guy doesn't really want anything to do with him, which is normal. Most gym owners are approached by many different people, many different salespeople. But for whatever reason, Grant Cardone or Lewis Curtis was persistent enough and was able to have a sit down with him. And he just wanted to tell the guy, listen, this was basically what happened. Um, it's been a while since I watched the episode, so forgive me if you watch it and you you realize that I'm not explaining it the perfect way. But I personally really enjoyed watching it. So he gets an opportunity to sit down with the gym owner and he explains to him, listen, I would love to do some type of business with you, real estate or maybe some type of marketing because that's where Grant Cardone um, is known to, for, right? Um marketing and real estate that's another key takeaway even though he was stripped of his alias and his money and his previous network he didn't try to learn something new he stuck to what he was already great at see you don't want to go into a situation leaning on your weaknesses grand cardone leaned on his strengths he told him listen i I don't want to just tell you how good I am. Let me show you how good I am. And it turns out this guy, he had another business, a mattress business. And Lewis Curtis told him, listen, let me run a marketing campaign for your mattress business just to prove to you that I'm worth something. And based off of the results of how many sales you get, you know, maybe we'll, 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 we'll talk more business. So this guy, he loves his energy, he loves his confidence, and he gives Lewis Curtis a shot, which obviously is Grant Cardone. And Lewis Curtis does like a one-week marketing campaign. He asks the guy for like a small budget, hey, let me run flyers. And you see Grant Cardone running all around, promoting his business in Pueblo, Colorado, the mattress business. And on the day that, you know, they're doing the sale, You know, the guy gets a lot of new sales because of the marketing that Grant Cardone did. It was successful, right? So that's another key takeaway. See, even though Grant Cardone was already worth hundreds of millions or a billionaire or whatever, I don't know his net worth, but he was humble enough to say, listen, I don't want to just tell you how good I am. Let me show you. Let me work for you for free. Let me get down and dirty. Let me sweat and show you why I'm worth your time. Whenever you come across that big shot or that person that can give you a chance, a lot of times people think just off rip, 
I'm supposed to get something from them before I give something to them. That's not how you make an impression. You got to give first before they get for before they give to you. And this is something you can clearly see Grant Cardone inherently understands. I'm going to give this guy money. I'm going to put money in his pocket. Imagine the conversation he's having with his wife at home. Like, hey, yo, I met this guy, Lewis Curtis, about two weeks ago. And, you know, he's helped me grow my business by 20% this month, like the mattress business, right? That creates an incredible impression on him to now further want to do business with Lewis Curtis. So, like, listen, you got you to gotta go watch this show because... He literally, through his example, don't sleep on this, literally through his example, showing how you build wealth. This is wealth. He hasn't earned a dollar yet, yet he's more wealthy than most people in that moment based on what he's done for that net worth because he's opened up a massive opportunity. See, most people, they just wait around for opportunity to hit him in the face. Or they, they, they walk around looking for opportunity. That's not enough. You need to learn how to create opportunity. And opportunity is found in the right people. So it's number one, finding the right people. And number two, making an impression on them. So an opportunity opens up for you. This is how you get the best jobs. Knowing people. And those people knowing you, creating an impression on people. This is massive. This is huge. Don't sleep on this because he's literally showing how he's doing it. So check this out. So now he's helped the guy make a lot of money in his mattress business. So now it's time to sit down and talk about the future business plans that him and Lewis Curtis has. And the meeting that they have is the most ballsy, confident, and amazing display of how you turn something and nothing into something. So in the meeting, you're talking about the sales, and they're really the guy's really impressed. So Grant Cardone's like, "Listen, this is not all I can do. I can do a lot more than this, right? I want to help you expand your your business here at the gym. I'm thinking about starting a marketing company." On social media, I notice you guys aren't on social media a lot. A lot of the business here, businesses here are not on social media. So uh, Lewis Curtis says, listen, I would like an advance on the future work that I'm going to be doing with you because I need money. And the guy's like, OK, uh, well, how much are you looking for? And Lewis Curtis says, $10,000. With a big old smile on his face. Listen, when I was watching this, I paused and I started dying laughing because I'm like, there's no way this guy can say no. He helped him make way more than that at his mattress business. And it's like, hmm, if I pay this guy $10,000, he's going to work even harder for me. How much more money am I going to make in this business? And I can tell this guy has so much energy. You know, what else can we do? So, Grant Cardone asked for $10,000.
But if he asked for 10 grand before he proved his worth, would he have gotten it? Hell no. The guy would have threw him out the gym. But because he proved his worth investing $10,000 in this guy, it's like, okay, you know, he's proven his worth. That's the type of audacity that you get when you know how to network, you know how to prove your worth. And Grant Cardone just knows how to do it, man. And he's like 59, 60. But he's moving faster than a lot of 30-year-olds. So I I'll recommend you guys go watch that show because, you know, he got paid the $10,000. You know, there were other people, there were other, like, billionaires who did the show. And they had the same goal, build a million-dollar business within... <laughs> within one uh, uh uh within not 90 days and i i personally i i never really finished watching those people because i could tell they didn't really know what they were doing kind of they didn't know how to start from the beginning so you can tell grant cardone knew what he was doing and if you know anything about his story like you know when he was in his 20s he was hooked on drugs and he had to go to massive therapy and rehab and all that stuff and you know he, he re truly started from the bottom he came from a single parent household with his mother his father had died earlier in his life he knows how to start from the bottom so watching him was so entertaining because you just saw all of that massive energy come out and you you know he told he talked about how hard it was because Obviously, he had to be away from his family, his wife, and his, his two children. He said that was the hardest thing, right? And he, he, he said he would never do that again for that specific reason. But watching that just proves the American dream is live and well. It's just the information you're taught at school. That is not what is going to get you to become wealthy. See, there's a difference between people that are wealthy and people that are just coasting along and just getting the um, everyday regular mundane done it's a very different type of perspective on life on the wealthy side it's primarily motivated by freedom being free i don't want to show up to work when you want me to i don't want to have to use sick days when i'm sick if i'm sick i'm sick i don't want to have to have vacation days i i want my freedom I want to do what I want, when I want, whenever I want, with whoever I want, however I want. But on the other hand, the people that stick with mediocrity, and there's nothing wrong with being mediocre in my opinion. I think my opinion has changed over the years. But I, I think the, the key is is just doing the best with what you can always. And always upward and onward. If you're okay with being mediocre, that ain't got nothing to do with me. But the primary perspective that comes from that is security. See, people go get a job to have a secure paycheck. Secure. Guaranteed. No matter what. But the problem with security is, is you're saying no to what could be. And it is what it is. It's a trade-off, right? You're trading low risk for consistency and security. But on the other hand, you are taking a risk, but the payoff is doing whatever you want, flying whatever you want, going to Greece. 
and sitting on a boat drinking uh, Prosecco with your friends. Flying to Australia, taking a helicopter over Barcelona and Spain. See, but you can't do that if you choose security. So what he's done is truly shown that how you become wealthy is not how you be get it, how you get a job. So you got to shift your mindset, and he really puts that on full display. So with that being said, listen, um, th- this isn't really a long podcast today, but I wanted to share this because I saw this, and it made a huge impact on me. And I'm like, man, this is the stuff. This is the it factor, and he explains it to you. So go check that out. I'm actually not sh- I didn't finish watching the whole series. I don't think they're done. I think they're filming two other um, people in similar situations. And then they're going to air all three of them at the same time. But if I'm not mistaken, they at least have the episodes up to the point where he makes the $10,000. And then COVID happened. So they had to stop the show, which is very interesting. And then they had to come back and do it, you know, a couple months later. But with that being said, listen, this is Evan Yearwood. You're on the Evan Yearwood Experience. And until next time.